Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, man, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Trying to do something with it, too, man. Uh, you know, um, I was having a conversation the other day uh, with a young person, and they were telling me how they felt that their life was stuck, that their life was in a rut, that they uh, didn't know what to do next. And one of the things that was causing them uh, this sadness or this depression, I mean, they're really, really into something right now. One of the things that was causing it um, was the fact that um, they had made a list of things they wanted to accomplish by a certain age. And uh, that age, they just had a birthday recently. And um, they were looking at the list, and the list hadn't been fulfilled. And because that list hadn't been fulfilled, um, they were really, really sad about it. You know, um, one of the things that they had on the list was marriage, kids. And I don't know everything else that was on the list, but that was one of them. And because she had reached a certain age and she wasn't married and she didn't have the kids and she had just celebrated her birthday, she's gone into this uh, mode of sadness where it's really, really uh, taken a toll on her. And uh, as as I was learning about her situation, uh, I was thinking about it. And I just wanted to share this with you all this morning that um, 
one of the things about making a list about what you want, which I happen to be a proponent of, I, I do it myself. I have a people have dream boards. I ha, I have a goal sheet. I have I've been doing it for years. It's it's a, it's a wonderful way. Uh, to set goals and to keep it in front of you as a constant reminder. And I always go over this goal list every day. You know, I mean, I, I go over it all the time, every day. Sometimes I miss a day here and there, but but mostly every day I pull my goal sheet out and I look at it, I read it. So I was going to these rallies and I was learning about, um, you know, uh, people who were successful and how they kept their mind right and positive. And one of the things I learned was to make these dream boards, these lists, these goal sheets, and um, in making a goal sheet, and you make the sheet according to what you want, think about one thing. When you made your goal sheet about what you wanted, does your goal sheet have on it what God wants from you? Did you ask in any of this what was his will in your life? You know, look, man, what we want oftentimes is, 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 is not what he wants for us. And, you know, if if you're fighting against what you were created for, if you're fighting against his will, I mean, what do you want to happen? See, don't be so hard on yourself when you look at your goal sheet and you look at what you've not become, what you thought was a great idea. Don't be so hard on yourself because you just made a minor mistake, as do most people. We oftentimes make our goals and set our goals up without ever considering what is it that God wants from us. We keep talking about what we want without ever finding out or knowing what it is God wants for us. Well, guess what, man? Maybe you're fighting against the grain. Maybe you're just a salmon heading upstream. That's a tough fight upstream. Not all salmons get up to the spawning grounds, you know. Some of them don't make it upstream, you know. But all of them, ne- nearly all of them except the ones that's killed by prey, when they're spawned, they go out to the ocean. That's cool because you're going... Because you're going with the grain, you're going downstream, you're going with the flow. That's but, but when it's time to go against the grain, it's tough. And a lot of us have just been going against the grain for all of these years. But you know what? Listen, man, I did it. I know a lot of people who did it. Very few people get it right from the very beginning. Man, you got to stumble through life sometimes. Sometimes you got to fall through life. You got to make a lot of mistakes, man. But these mistakes are not failures. You know, when you fail at something, don't look at it as a failure. Don't look at yourself as a failure because you're 30 and, and your goals ain't reached that you had on your list. That was your list. What about the things that's going right? Stop looking at what you're not. Take some time out and thank God for what you are. How about the fact that you keep waking up to be 30? You know, you get depressed about these birthdays. You really want to throw yourself in some depression. Miss a birthday. You really got a problem now. Look at where you are. You keep reaching birthdays. That's a glorious blessing. You keep waking up. You got your health. You've accomplished something. Something on your list is done. People spend too much time on the negative side, and you're just throwing yourself into depression. So what, you wanted to be married by a certain age, and you wanted to have kids. Okay, cool. You could have done all that with the wrong person. There's a blessing in not being married to the wrong person. There's a blessing in not having kids and nobody to help you raise them. There's a blessing in that, man. You're talking to somebody who can tell it to you. You can marry the wrong person if you want to. I'm telling you, you're going to be up in some mess you can't count on. So instead of being angry, 
because you're not married, you don't have kids. Why don't you thank God the man? Maybe he spared you from some misery here. Maybe you could have married the wrong person. Maybe you'd have kids and you're not really ready to be a mother or a father. You gotta look at the upside, man. Quit looking at what you don't have. Take some time to thank God for what you do have. When you do that, you make more room for blessings to flow into your life. I'm not saying how God thinks because I really don't know, but I'm telling you, if a person comes to me and I always give a person something and they never appear grateful or they never say thank you, please know you can quit coming to me. Now, I'm, I don't know that's how God works because I've gone back to him several times without being grateful or thanking him and he's filled my basket up again. So I really think he's not like that. I, but I can't make the call for sure. But I think at one point in time, me, just just me talking, I'd be a little ticked off at somebody who was always taking, taking, taking and never showing any gratitude. At one point in time, I would just stop the flow of the take. You know, you just, you can't take no more from me. That's what I would do. Now, I'm not calling it like that because I ain't him, but I know he's merciful. He's full of goodness and he and, he, and he'll forgive you. Again, and thank God he does that because he's shown enough done it for me. But wow, man, take some time out today and be grateful for what you have. Stop complaining about where you're not and think about where you are and then take it from there. And the next time you make a list, make sure on that list you have God's will. What does he want for you? God create, give everybody a gift and a talent. Some of us never apply our gifts and talents. We head off in another direction. Then you wonder why your life ain't where it's supposed to be. Have you ever thought about what God gifted you to do? Have you ever thought about doing that? Skip, skip what you want. I wanted to play in the NBA, but I got to tell you something. At dribbling and shooting and running all at one time, it's throwing me off a little bit. You know, they just, so I'm doing what I do. It's pretty cool. You can look at it that way, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What makes this morning like no other morning, or we are just hours away from Donald Trump getting out the White House. Bye-bye, Felicia. Bye-bye, Felicia. Adios, amigos. Babushka. Putin. What's the what? Reba Okay. Get out. The F on. Huh? Now you going hey. black. I really want to say. You going black. Yeah, just what I'm doing. The F on. Yeah, that's my favorite Sick one. Deuces. Yes. Caballeros. That? That's when you don't know no more well, foreign words. You don't know how to say goodbye, but you're just making it up. Dominacho. Dominacho. Yeah. <laughs> chow. Chow Bella. Okay, chow. Chickpeas yeah, and ham hocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> bye, bye. American Pie. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Good morning, Shirley. This is the longest January 20th. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> One more day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Call it for real. Tommy said it best. Trump is gone. Trump is gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> morning. Junior. 
<laughs> Morning, everybody. Don't nobody care you ain't going to the inauguration. We don't care. At all. <laughs> don't don't nobody, don't nobody give a damn. Care. Didn't expect you to go. That would be class. You ain't yeah. been having none. Don't expect to see it now. King of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. Top, 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 top of the morning. One more day. Count it down. Uh, you count it down. Ooh, get your stuff. So get your <laughs> Get all your stuff. Biden yeah, say he not out. moving in till they fumigate it, repaint yeah. it, mm-hmm. right. steam right. the carpet, yeah. yes. redo the wallpaper. He don't want yeah. none of them linens him and Melania been on. Get all that. Go in there and get the boys' room cleaned out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In other words, man, just take all this mess with you and just go head on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice having you. No, you know, it wasn't. you ruined the country. Your legacy is, totally. is in shambles. You yeah. will go out as one of the worst presidents in the history no. of our nation. Excuse oh, me, Steve. Not one of the worst. The worst. The, the worst. The, the worst. worst. That's right. The worst. Only president ever been impeached twice. Yes. Man. Yeah. You see that meme going around? With Obama, Bush, and Clinton. Yes. Yes, I saw that we one. Said, <laughs> we said, we said two said, terms. Two terms, not two impeachments. <laughs> and then it was a word yeah, on the end. Right. Uh-huh, it was. All right, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO. He is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen, it is time. It is time. See if you have any great weekend stories you want to tell us. Anything? Yeah, birthday boy. Come on. Well, uh-huh, your Bala. birthday. You know, it was uh-huh. my birthday, so I uh, mm-hmm. celebrated it with the wife, you know. Yes. We we got away, little, little you know, little getaway. You know, and mm-hmm. here's the fabulous thing. This little is what's the most. I, I'm going to I'm text you all a picture. I can't text it to anybody else, but I'm going to text it to my crew. Okay. When God woke me up on my birthday, mm-hmm. he gave me a rainbow. Oh, nice. That was a rainbow Very. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Aww. Man. I took a picture of it, and then yeah. right after that, I started crying. Because <laughs> why? You saw another year. Because it goes together. Man, I, tears go with rainbows, rainbows. obviously. Man, he, he gots to love me. You wake me up on my birthday, man. I go outside and you gave me a rainbow and I take a picture in front of the rainbow. And I got another good look. I got stung by a bee on my birthday. Oh, really? Wow. Is that good luck? Where? Yeah. I did. I'm, I'm caught in my hand. You know, I, it was crawling on my hand. I saw it and I tried to shake it. It went down between my fingers and like an electrocuted my. That'd be strong, man. I love when you scream. Woo! Like a, like, like a little white girl. <laughs> in a horror movie, you'd have thought Jason had trapped my ass down in the basement or something. <laughs> You'd have thought I was in the garage at the Chainsaw yeah. Massacre house. <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming. Uh, it hurt, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. But that's, I shook it off. I had a great day. Good. Great weekend, man. Great time with my girl, man. Appreciate her. 
all this. Thank everybody for the uh, birthday wishes, the crew, everybody. Send me a lot yeah, of love yeah. on my yeah, birthday, man. you know. We love you. Yeah, you didn't, oh, you didn't man, respond. Uh, I noticed that. Uh-uh. Oh, oh. Well, I couldn't hear it. 4,000 messages. What you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. It's okay, though. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all wishing me a happy birthday or y'all wanted something for it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. <laughs> wish a person happy birthday, what 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 he supposed to do? If you're That's wishing him the happy birthday, what what he supposed to do? I'm just talking to the ladies right now. He would respond and say, hey, thank, you. thank you. He wants you thank to reply you. and say thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you is how you do that. But that's okay. Yeah. I, I, and he I, I, I figured as much for you. He texted you first. Oh, out the gate. Out the gate. Look, he, he's yeah, salty. Yeah, he was the first one. <laughs> yeah, kind of touched me too a little bit. I said, well, he don't know. And then why didn't you reply? Then that's his point. Exactly. Why didn't you reply? Thank you, I ain't, I ain't know if he meant it or not. You know, you got to wait and see. You know, got to let some time go by. <laughs> you got to let some time go by. What is wrong with you two? Yeah, We're not you know. doing this in 2021. Now I found out he meant it. Now I feel like, you, you know, kind of stink. Now you but not feel really. like crap. Yeah. yeah. You so appreciate it, Neff. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Now. That's that was, so fake. <laughs> boy. Boy, I tell you. Now I'm doing it on the air. See, let, let me say, at least mine is on the air. He texts mm-hmm. mine. He ain't put it on social media. He texted it to me. Oh, that was personal. That's, that's, that's even more genuine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So me doing it on the air in front of everybody is even more like how grateful I really am. Okay, let's move on. Shirley, shall we be okay, Rainbow Man? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, okay. let's move on. Let's, let's go back to the yeah, Rainbow. Yeah, little, your little goddaughter's birthday is on the same day as yours. So, Carla, how was that? Oh, Tasha's weekend? birthday. My daughter yes. is 13 years old. Oh, yeah. Yes. Teenager. Teenager. In the yeah, we, we had a great birthday. Skating party. We rented out the skating ring, COVID-friendly. So, you know, other uh-huh. the public wouldn't be there for her and her friends. Party bus. They masked up. And I'm exhausted. And there you have it. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Partying with 13-year-olds. Oh, there yeah. you have it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, uh-huh. So did uh, did uh, you Tom thank Tommy for his? Uh, no, greeting? don't. Uh, surely don't. <laughs> don't don't reawake him. He just did. He thanked him. Okay. I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm asking you. Shirley, right, you want to do the Come segment on. we supposed to be doing? Come on, I just said let's go. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, you know, I mean, I could tell she was going to be a little messy, so I just tried to stop it. (laughs) A little. All right, here we go. This one's from Hanson in Tallahassee. My wife and I have been debating about date night. We've been married for three years, and I always take her to places she likes, and every time I ask her to do something I like to do, she says no. I told her that dating is a mutual thing, and she doesn't think so. I wanted her to go fishing with me, and she said unless it was on a nice boat with cocktails, she wasn't going. She told me to take my homeboys fishing. I told her she's being selfish, but she doesn't see it. Am I wrong for asking her to compromise? Well, a date night ain't. I ain't never heard of fishing as a date night. <laughs> Don't be honest with you, dog. Okay. You know, a date night. You why don't you ask her what her idea of a date night is? Cause that's probably what she wants. Mm-hmm. She said a big boat with cocktails is what she'll do. I don't. You don't sound like you finna do that. <laughs> so. She said, "Take your homeboys fishing." Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, with her she don't want to go one. fishing. You know, a lot of women, women that don't fish, 
Mm-hmm. Ain't really fish people. We don't get it. <laughs> you, know, you ask me and Tommy go fishing, we with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Polo in Hampton, Virginia says, I'm in my mid-20s and I'm living with my aunt, my mom's sister, and her husband. My aunt works long hours and her husband is laid off. I work eight to five daily, but last week I took a day off to get my car serviced. I got up early, dropped my car off, and I went home and got back in bed. My uncle did not see my car, so I guess he thought I was gone. I woke up and caught him cuddled on the couch with the neighbor. I went, got back in my bed. My uncle said to keep it between us if I want to keep staying there. I'm ready to move anyway, so should I tell? That ain't wow. your business. Well, uh, sir, ain't your business, dog. Uh, Keep between you and him. Keep stay out of that. Mm, stay mm, out of that, young soldier. Stay out of that. Oof. Unless you want your uncle to whoop your ass. <laughs> That's highly possible. Just get out. And old men. All right. Woo. That's crazy. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news as we count down to the Biden-Harris inauguration. Yeah. 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 Oh, so excited for this. Plus, in entertainment news, hip-hop artist uh, Plies got rid of his gold teeth, and now he's showing off his pearly whites. We'll talk about Whoa. all these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to see it. He's cute. Uh, it's all these stories at the top of the hour coming up. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Baby, wait. Baby, wait. Mm. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please. Yeah, this is Trina. Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest, Ernest Murphy, down here at the bus barn with the, uh, from the school district. Your son is, is Devin, am I right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, he's in the is sixth that... grade, I think. I Wait, think is everything tried... Okay. Yeah, 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 everything is fine. I think he's on, he rides bus 90, bus 93. Does he ride bus 93? Are you familiar yeah. with the bus number? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does. Okay, so now the school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're, we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule okay. uh, for, as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. That's what the new rule that is imp- implemented by the wait, school board. W- w- so, wait, what did you, uh, say? What, what, can you say that again? I feel like uh, I missed something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. I don't understand. I don't understand. Can, can, so what, what's, okay, so what, is, what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're gonna do is they're gonna the the bus driver will have a scale and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus. I, I I I understand, man. But like I say, I'm calling I'm calling every parent wait, that they wait. What the, the f- you they, said you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus? That's that's I, what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. If it, he's over one twenty five, then he wait, he'll either have to walk or school. you'll have to take him to school. Wait, you, no, wait, wait, I have a job, okay? I have a job. I'm not going to take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what our, my tax dollars pay for. But what right. is, but, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this? Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From what they're saying uh, okay. is that the the weight of these children 
is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. The transmission, the transmission that cannot take all of that. So they are limiting the weight of each child. So now how much does that, I think that's discrimination. I think that's discrimination. But is, that, is your son over, is he over 125 pounds? He, okay, he is. Okay, he's a, he's then, yeah, then, then, then you gonna, you're probably going to have to take your son to school or he's going to have to walk. No, he, I, probably, he probably needs to walk to school if he already 125 pounds. That is so rude. <laughs> what the absolute are you talking about? Like, uh, 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 ma'am, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if your son is overweight uh, 125 you know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board is not going to allow him on the bus. But, sir, I I will not accept this. If I, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child. I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son Listen, is a heavy. I need to get. What is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name writing is this Ernest. Down. My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball. I would like to speak with a supervisor, like now. Okay. You, you do not get to speak to my about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. I'm not, I don't work at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn, and they gave me your number. Evidently, they're right, because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I, I am in absolute shock. This is so f- up to like, Okay. So do you have a fat oh, child? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry, do you have a big child? Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs, is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They shouldn't be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? But what the f*** is the matter with you? I guess what they're doing is mm-hmm. this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. the kids yeah, walk to school. Whoever, whoever over 125, let them walk. They might walk it all. Your son might listen, need Listen, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, Okay. I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board and should not be working with you. We need another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the they need to call, but you need to give me a supervisor's name right now. Right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different so Devin don't have, uh, you know, maybe maybe it starts at home with what you feed him. Everybody you know, I am calling your supervisor, I'm calling the, the city, I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey morning show? Oh, my God. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yes, yes, Nephew yes. Your, Tommy. Your, your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. Yeah. God. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was about to have a heart attack. Thank God. You got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey.
<laughs> and there you have it. Oh, baby wait. Man. You can't mess with people's babies. What are you baby doing? Baby wait, though, Tommy. When you said the baby way too much, what, what, I'm pretty sure you had to explain to her what you were saying because you kept saying the baby way too much. The baby is way yeah, too it's, much. It's the baby weight. The baby weigh a lot. That's what the prank was about. How the much baby weigh a lot. The baby, the, the baby eat a lot of protein. protein. <laughs> <laughs> the baby weigh a lot when, whey protein. when they they weigh the, they the babies no, when they get on the bus. Weight is a protein. It's what I'm trying to tell you. W-E-W-E-Y. When the baby W-E-W-E-Y. get on the bus, they weigh the, mm-hmm. they weigh the baby. Man. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Man. stop. Stop throwing whey on the baby. <laughs> Stop, throwing, Stop throwing the protein powder on the baby. The whey, whey is a protein powder, Tommy. Stop <laughs> throwing no the protein powder on the baby before he get on the bus. <laughs> no idea. I'm not know what the hell he Barbie. talking about whey. The baby whey too much. Whey is a protein. <laughs> the baby a whey a lot. That's why we weighing the baby <laughs> when the baby get on the bus. And that's why... The baby might have to uh-uh. walk. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. We'll work it out. <laughs> it's Quite coming up. up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all love hip-hop artist Plies, especially his Instagram page. Woo! Anyway, Plies is 44 years old, and he recently posted a selfie with his new is smile. It? And, uh, huh, what'd you say, Junior? He's 44? Uh-huh, he's 44. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Showing off his brand new smile, his brand new pearly, pearly white sans gold. And uh, yes, Plies got rid of his gold teeth. He had a hilarious funeral for his gold teeth and buried them in the backyard. <laughs> Take a He's listen so to stupid. this. Yes. Sad Take day a- today, y'all. It's a very sad day today. We all gathered here today to bury my gold teeth. Finally did it, man. Finally took my old gold teeth out, y'all. Been a long time coming. Change, don't come. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing some sad music. Sad music. Oh. <laughs> I love Plies. I know, he's so funny. <laughs> Plies also funny. posted that after his mom saw his new teeth, she said, I got my baby back. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. Now that's sweet right there. <laughs> he been missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Yeah, he got saw his, oh, yeah. saw his oh, uh, he looks good. Yeah, he it's really good. good. His teeth yeah, look beautiful. Like yeah. 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 You know how I'm about pretty teeth. His his look great. In uh-huh. other trending hip hop news, Dr. Dre is back home from the hospital after a week and a half in the ICU at Cedar Sinai. Uh, Dre is recovering at home under the care of multiple medical professionals who are monitoring his condition around the clock. Doctors are a bit mystified by what triggered Dre's brain aneurysm, even though he's not in the clear yet. Dre should consider himself very lucky. Uh, Roughly half of the people that experience brain aneurysms die as a result, while two out of three survivors are left with permanent neurological deficits. Dre also posted a picture of himself in the studio back to making music. So that's good news. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. Excellent news. Prayer healing. Quick recovery right here. Because I'm telling you, man, I've never heard of anybody surviving an aneurysm. 
I don't know a lot of people that had them, but everybody I know had them gone. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a few, that, but not many. Yeah, I had one friend. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, is Hispanic. Yeah. She had one, yeah. and she survived. Yeah, yeah, and but they there is a yeah. change. There is a change when they have them. Usually, it's something a little different about them. Well, you know, with her, she can't. Um, I know one thing. She can't like ride ahead, rides Kyle. and stuff, neurological, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Like mm-hmm. she went to Disney World with her kids. She can't get on rides and stuff like that. She has to yeah. avoid that kind of stuff. I Go quit ahead. talking loud. <laughs> Wait, what? What is what? that? What? Yeah. If I had a brain aneurysm, I'll stop, I'll stop talking loud. We're not finna throw this into nothing else. Yeah, finna stretch I don't yourself. understand. Well, you know how you, you know, you, you have you ever talked? Real loud and veins come in your head when you talk real loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know some people who. Yeah. I would I would reduce anything I thought. And this is not the medical. What I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I would reduce anything I thought would bring on another one. I'd be uh-huh. cussing people out, whispering. Get your punk ass away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but you meant what you said. Though. I ain't gonna tell you no more. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you no more now. <laughs> And you're mad. This is your level no, of being You damn angry. right I'm mad. <laughs> oh, I'm you damn right I'm mad. I'm upset as hell. You better yeah. get on out of here now. <laughs> you ain't gonna believe what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> Don't All make right. me repeat it. All Don't right, upset come on, me. Steve. <laughs> Let's get to Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thanks, guys. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, here we go. With the Capitol Hill riot in mind, U.S. defense officials say they vetted all 25,000 or so National Guard troopers in D.C. just in case there might be some pro-Trump extremists among them. All this underscoring, of course, the very real possibility that some of the very people assigned to protect those attending the inauguration could actually present a serious threat to the new president and the other VIPs in attendance. The arrests keep coming, by the way. The FBI now says they've arrested this guy in New Mexico County. He's a rural commissioner in New Mexico County for his alleged role in the Capitol Hill riot. Authorities say Corey Griffin is the founder of a far-right group called Cowboys for Trump. I guess he doesn't know the original Cowboys were black and Latino. Anyway, that he posted a lot of videos, including one where he brags about all the guns he was bringing with him to the inauguration. I've got a 357 Henry lever action that I've got in the trunk of my car, and I've got a 357 single action that I'll have underneath the front seat on my right side. Yeah, Griffin repeats a lot of baseless right-wing theories like China stole the election for Donald Trump and stuff like that. The Washington Post reporting that surprisingly at least some of the off-duty cops who took part in the Capitol Hill riot a couple of weeks back are actually being turned in to the FBI by fellow police officers. An apparent remarkable crack in the legendary blue wall of science where cops never turn on their own. One Metro D.C. officer says, Dodge, Dodge, Daniel Hodges is his name, he tells CNN that the mostly white Trump supporters actually thought that all of the police were on their side. They would just walk right up and say, we're here to arrest Congress. And then the police would say, all right, let's go. And we'd all walk in hands in hands and just do whatever they wanted. But he says he didn't do what they wanted. And he got pinned behind a door and beaten up with his own nightstick because of it. He was very seriously hurt. The National Museum of African-American Music opened in Nashville yesterday. 
And sad news out of the entertainment world. Before I get there, I need to tell you the man that Donald Trump appointed to head the U.S. Census Bureau will soon be looking for a new gig more than 11 months before his time in the position actually ends. Reports are that Stephen Dillingham will step down tomorrow, Wednesday, a little over a week ago. The public learned that there was a whistleblower accusing this guy Dillingham of trying to rush an incomplete census countout on the number of non-citizens. Sad news, yes, out of the, out of the entertainment world, one of the most legendary record producers, Phil Spector, has died. He was serving 19 years for murder of an actress. Phil Spector died of COVID. He was famous for his so-called wall of sound style, that you saw in the movie What's Love Got to Do With It? That was called The Wall of Sound. We had everything going at the same time. Phil Spector was 81. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Both the Mega Millions and the Powerball jackpot have climbed to a combined total of, get this now, $1.6 billion with a B dollars. So tonight's on, Mega Million. Come yeah. On, <laughs> so tonight's huh? Mega Million drawing has a projected $850 million jackpot. Tomorrow, a projected $730 million <laughs> will be up for grabs on Wednesday's <laughs> Powerball drawing. That one right there, Lord. I, hey, my, hey, Lord, matter of fact, like, hey, let me just make this announcement right now. Mm-hmm. If he get that to me, I probably won't ask him nothing for about six months. Six <laughs> months? Because <laughs> you're going to need some yeah. more? <laughs> You gonna spend that on all that? Oh, I ain't gonna spend it. Oh, but well, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to talk to him in about six months because so many people gonna be looking for me. You know why? Well, you know you, I'm, you, I'm gonna disown doing? a lot of people. Oh, well, for, first of all, first of all, I'm going out out of here. Just know that wherever I am, I ain't finna be there no more. As soon as <laughs> I win the eight hundred million, wherever I am. Me and the ticket is gone. <laughs> now, I'm going to go down to the lottery commission with the ticket. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go down there mask on. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to go ahead and turn the ticket in. Mm-hmm. They verified. I'm going to have my wife. I ain't going to say nothing to nobody. I'm going to go kiss all the kids and the grandkids, tell them bye. You know. And then where are you and going? Then, what? I don't know, but out of here, Carla, not going to be here. Not going to be <laughs> Disappear here. Disappear for the kids and the grandkids. Not going to be here. Not going to be in America. Not going to be in America. What, oh. what about your the show, our, our show, Steve Harvey Morning Show? What about that? You just going to leave us? 800 million? What show? <laughs> you, you better get your life up. You just going to leave us? 800 million? <laughs> Hey, man, look here. Y'all better take this million and go on with y'all. Hey, I'm going to give y'all a meal apiece. Go on and make something out yourself. Mm. Got it. That's it. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. Come on, See, right there. See, Tommy, that's how you get your little money. See, see, Tommy, see, Tommy, that's how you get your money cut down to 200000 That type of comment right there. Can I just have Tommy's That's how you get your ass bumped right on down to 200000 but you're saying eight hundred million. Lady. This it? One million out of eight hundred million. Uh-huh. Y'all All ain't right, my well, kids. Well, listen, most winners tripping. will opt for for cash for the Thank cash you, option. Yeah, I'm good. I ain't even had a million yeah. before you said something. <laughs> Carla said, I'm good. 
<laughs> Tommy, he don't speak for the group. He is not the day disruptor of this group. He's, he's, he's salty about something that happened or didn't happen over the weekend. You know. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Anybody <laughs> come to see you, Tommy? All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk to the cleaning supervisor at the White House as they move out Trump's stuff right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, tomorrow is the inauguration for President-elect Joe yes. Biden and Vice yes, President-elect Kamala Harris. Thank you, Lord. Uh, as we all know, the cleaning crew has been working hard at the White House. We also hear that the Trumps didn't share bedrooms, but the Bidens do. So there are now uh, new mattresses being ordered. But let's check in with the cleaning power transition crew supervisor uh, to find out you know, what, what's going on over there? What are, what are they Take doing? all that out the back. All that. That's it. Take all that out the back. Excuse me. All right. Excuse me, sir. Hello? Yeah, yeah, Excuse yeah. Me. What's going on? Uh-huh. Hi, uh, hi, I'm with CNN. We're here to cover the uh, the uh, process of the... Uh, out the back. I said the out the back. I'm co- go ahead. I'm sir, sorry. What'd you say? Sir, we're here to cover the transition period between the White House and... Uh, uh, what What is your job title, sir? Oh, 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 we we cleaning up the White House, get it all uh, prepared for uh, President Biden getting here. That's what we're doing. So we're trying to get, take all that out the back. Put it in the back. Yeah, sir, again, yeah. sir, go, the go question ahead. is, sir, the question was, what is your job title? We're cleaning up the White House, top to bottom. We got to get all this completely clean until, uh, before, before Biden get in here on Wednesday. So we try, I said sir. out the back. What? Yeah. Sir, sir, I I understand all that. Uh, I'm trying to find your exact job title, sir. We're cleaning up. Title. We 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 clean up. We come in. We clean up everything. Are you kidding? From the top. (laughs) Yeah. What what is that? It's a title I'm looking for, sir. It's a title. Job description title. Are you the supervisor? Are you? I'm the supervisor. I'm the head person. I'm the. Yeah, I'm the head person in charge. I make sure everybody. What? Mc, now all the McDonald's stuff, take that out of there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, believe me, hold me one of them Happy Meals though. Hold me one of them before you take it out there. Yeah. But all sir, that's got to go in sir, the trash. Uh huh. Sir, sir, I hear you saying a lot of things. What are some of the uh, situations that you're running up into on your we cleaning We got a big problem. That bathroom is a mess. That bathroom <laughs> is a mess. A hot we got to get in there. We got the Clorox it. We got to take the, take the whole toilet out that bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Unbolt it from the floor and take that out of there. Yes. I, don't, I think he must have sat here all night, every night. I don't know what he was sir, doing here. Yeah. Sir, sir, second question. Is it true? That the Trumps were not sharing bedrooms. Have you found that to be the no, case? No, they was not. They was not. The, she lived way on the other side, and he lived on on uh, on this side. Me and you standing on, but she on the other side. I don't. I don't think they ever saw each other from where it looked like. But we, yeah, <laughs> it don't. It don't. What? Huh? What is that? Take that bathskin rug to the cleaner. <laughs> oh. Yes, it's got to go to the cleaner. Go go ahead now. What what else? What else? Is, what are you looking for? Has have you heard anything from the Bidens? Are they looking to keep anything at all? No, right now they want us to come in here and Clorox everything, spray it <laughs> from top to bottom of the whole house. Now that the Oval Office has been ammonia. I know you ain't never heard that, but it's been ammonia. 
We have ammonia the whole Oval Office, and it's going to take a minute, about a week, before he can go sir, in there. He can't work me, from there this me, week. Sir, it's, sir, 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 is that a proven fact that Clorox gets rid of COVID? Is that a fact, or is it is something you're doing on your own? Ah, uh, no. Biden told us to take the vaccine and rub it all on the wall. That's what we're doing. <laughs> as far as that is trying to get this out of here. We, we rubbing that on all the walls. All of the vaccine is on all the walls. That's what that's going on. Yeah. What? Sir, 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 let me ask you. Have you taken the vaccine yourself? They gave us the vaccine. What not, or let me quit lying. When we got here, there was a case of vaccines, once again, in the bathroom. So me and my boys went on and just shot ourselves with that. So, yeah, we and, yeah, we had it, so to speak, you know. Uh, mm. So, yeah, we, we, we vaccinated ourselves, basically. Off the record. Sir, tomorrow, can we check Don't, back that, with that, you tomorrow and discuss huh? with some more details of this with that, your crew that's tomorrow, fine. sir? That's fine. That's fine. I'm Put Jake Trapper with CNN. We'll be back with more. Put the golf clubs in my car. <laughs> All right, coming up next, it'll be the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, the subject, romantic comedies are ruining me. We'll get into that a little later, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, today's title is called Lashing Out. Lashing oh. Out. Let's go, Kendo. Hey, it's Lashing Out. How can we lash you out? I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Who's hey, it? listen, my name is Brian. My um, my wife, Jamie, come up Hi, there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh, who the, Who's the owner of this place? I, I am, Brian. What's going on? Okay. What's going on? You be, you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place? I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black-owned, women-owned, women-owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, kind of here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there, and then when she get back home, she got these thick-ass eyelashes on, and they long as hell. You know, I mean, it's they, these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This is a damn shame, you know? Now, I didn't tell okay, her to take Brian, these. Brian, Say hold what? up. Hold, hold up, Brian. Now, I... I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure probably that sounds familiar, but whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we you know, we collaborate, but the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you well, know? these are too, they too thick and then and they too long. Your, your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at, though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, can you simmer down? Because I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You loud and screaming. All I'm saying is, if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm gonna come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. I'm telling you the truth about that. Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just I'm coming up here. there if my wife coming home with them thick-ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. 
We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it out. Ain't nothing wrong with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes and they too long. That's the... Why are you... Why are you calling me with this? See, now I'm yelling. Because I'm calling because this is where she got her eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the competition? I ain't trying to sabotage nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and and I will get you shut down if if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the South Side, so mother you need to back up because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. You're threatening my livelihood. You're threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife, and you need to back the up, and I am sorry to curse. We try to speak class here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. Mother you need to back up. This is my job, and people have jobs. What are you doing threatening to come up here? I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come up here, and we will not let your wife get her, her, her eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my, is wife name? name is, my wife name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay, it's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? I'm calling the people that, that put. Sti- why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We are gonna tell her that to leave your ass. First of all, second of all, I don't. I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding. Okay, you are interrupting our grinding, and we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, what? you know what? You know what? I, I tell you. I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I, I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll you be up there. I'll be up there, and, and and I will bring somebody that will shut okay, that. Somebody down. call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here, and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they uh, three girls calling right now. So bring your little up here, mother. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring well, it up here. Well, let me ask you something. Is 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 Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? How, you know him, Carmen? It's, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where, is, where is Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. What? <laughs> what is going it's, on, it's, Carmen? Is she, is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What, is, what the <laughs> f- is going on? Y'all got me looking crazy at my Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, Nephew Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh, my What's God. What's up, baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
What's up, girl? I'm just lashing out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, nephew Tommy. I was acting crazy. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. Always. Forever. I love y'all. <laughs> Last she kept it classy now. though, baby, and real yeah, cute did. up until the very oh, end. I loved it. She kept, yeah. she kept it real cute. She said from the south side. Uh huh. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh oh. Uh oh. What you think, Uncle Steve, about your nephew? <laughs> well, Last you know that one was out. a pretty good one right there. That uh-huh. one was pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, she was cussing his ass out about, about his business. Yes. She told him what side of town she was from. <laughs> South yeah. side. Come on up here, blankety blank. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. something for you. That's yeah. <laughs> my livelihood and all these girls up here working. You need to fix your damn marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Because <laughs> the customers <laughs> pick out how thick and long they want their lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, popping. Yes. Poppin'. Yes. <laughs> that was hilarious, boy. Hilarious. Keep it stupid, baby. Keep it stupid. Keep it stupid. Oh, hey, sweet. I love Let me say this. Uh, if you missed it, Ready to Love, the reunion of uh, part one. You missed it on Friday. You need to catch up because we're on our way to the reunion of Ready to Love, part two, this coming Friday. You don't want to miss Woo! it. Ready to Love, last resort, hosted by yours truly, nephew Tommy. Get in there and find yourself. Yeah, get in there. Cha. Uh, Tommy. Cha. Yes. Uh, you got somebody new watching Ready to Love right now? <laughs> you got to ask Junior what he thought because he's he all in. Watch Ready to Love. He's what? all in. He's what? all in. Yes. I, I said, this hot mess here. <laughs> it's good, <laughs> though, ain't it? Oh, it's good. Oh, oh, Poe Joy and Winner. Winner and yeah. Oh, my face. God. Get, my ooh, Winner, you I out here doing winter. it. Winter keeping it classy. Too. Yeah, she, man. I love winter. Yeah. I love it, man. It was great, man. I'm I'm finna Thank watch you, all brother. Dog, I'm the fan. I'm hooked. It's good. I, you got to watch called stupid. us, Tommy. You I called know. me. He, he talking about Carla. I said, what? Ready to love is off the chain. That's what I'm telling you. I know. He called me, too. He was like, I didn't know it was this good. I said, we kept sure. trying to tell you. And dude. the You're- mess is so thick. It's a hot mess, boy. All right, listen, coming up next, Strawberry Letter, subject romantic comedies are ruining me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, dating, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, romantic comedies are ruining me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a woman in my late 20s, and my man is 32 years old. He has had only one other girlfriend, and he's inexperienced in being romantic. I'm all about the romance, so I'm really into romantic comedies, 
but I think they're ruining my love life. I love my boyfriend. He has so many great qualities, but when it comes to romancing me and wooing me, he falls short. I'm very particular in how I like things, so I think he's developed a mindset that it's better to do nothing at all than to do something that I will not like. I would love for him to do something elaborate for our first anniversary, which is coming up soon, but nothing too grand. I like candlelit dinners, but he likes rose petals and plastic flowers all on the floor. I like hotels with a jacuzzi in the room, but he likes those awful motels with heart-shaped beds. I like fine chocolates, but he gets those gigantic heart-shaped boxes of chocolates. I like long romantic drives, but he's got a white, he got a white stretch limo the last time I told him to surprise me. For me, there's a fine line between romantic and cheesy. I want a romantic experience tailored to me and my personality, not a generic waste of money. I bring these things up casually in conversation, but I think he's worried about displeasing me, so he's not going to put forth any effort at all anymore. I'm the romantic one, and for our date nights, I suggest mood lighting, the candles, the food, and the music. I know what I like, and I've been making sure I'm comfortable for our romantic moments. I thought by now he'd be able to take the hint, but I don't think he gets it. So how do I get him to romance me like on the movies? Please help. What? Okay. Uh, you probably, if you want him to romance you like they romance women in the movies, you're probably going to have to actually be in a movie with someone other than your man for that to happen. Uh, I, I just think you need to get your, your your head out of the movies, okay? Because it's the movie. It's not real. It's not reality. This is real life, and and, and that's not what you have. And you you cannot change him, okay? You obviously have two different ideas of what it means to be uh, romantic. And when he does do something, it seems like you complain about it. I think you should at least give him an E for effort because he has done some things. Um, you just didn't like what he did. Uh, I don't blame you on the plastic flowers, though. <laughs> I really don't. That's kind of crazy. Uh, that isn't anything to break up about, though. This, what you're going through, this is nothing to break up about. You say you love him, and you say he has so many great qualities. So I say to you, stop comparing him to the men in the movies. Those are scripted movies. They have writers to write those lines and for them to do the things that they do in the movies, okay? you got to stop comparing him to that and, and the fairy tales and all of that and realize that you have a man with little or no experience in the romance area, but like you say, he's got a lot of good qualities, a lot of great qualities, so concentrate on those, all right? And he can't read your mind, so you're going to have to tell him outright instead of dropping hints. Steve? Well... Romantic comedies are ruining me. First of all, just let me say this. You tripping. Yeah, she really is. You tripping. Shirley's exactly right. This is this is reality. This ain't no movie. Can't nobody do that. All that that's in the movie. I'm one of the greatest players ever lived and born into this game. And even I can't do this all the damn time. I can do it every now and then. But can't nobody do this all the time. I got to go to work. <laughs> I got to pay these bills. I got responsibility. I'm a man. I forget things. Sometimes I don't see it. But you tripping, though. And see, you tripping all through the letter. You in your late 20s. Your man 32. Now, you trying to put it off. He only had one other girlfriend, and he's inexperienced at being romantic. 
I'm all about romance, so I'm really into romantic comedies. But I don't. I think they ruining my love life. I love my boyfriend. He got so many great qualities, but when it comes to romancing me or wooing me, he falls short. Okay, so how did he get you then? Yeah. How did he become your damn boyfriend? If he falls short, what was he doing to get you to be his girlfriend where you was overlooking all that wooing? Oh, I know what it was. Oh, I know what it was. What was it, Steve? Oh, he might not know how to light no candle, but he know how to light that damn fire, though. Yeah, he might not know how to throw no rose petals in the floor, but he know how to fry your bacon. Oh, I see what's happening right here. Yeah, okay, so now now let's go on. I'm very particular in how I like things, so I think he's developed a mindset that it's better not to do nothing at all than to do something I will not like. Okay, well, you know what that means? He shell shocked. Hell, every time he tries something, you don't like it. And you a trip. See, it ain't like you ain't got a man that ain't doing nothing. And you and 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 then listen to this line right here. Uh I I would love for him to do something elaborate for our first anniversary, which is coming up soon, but nothing too grand. What? Yeah. Now <laughs> you, you want him to do something elaborate. But you don't want him to do nothing too grand. You you confuse it. You want elaborate, but not too grand. Not now. If you tell that to any man, do you know where that leaves us? What? To our own line of thinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She wants something elaborate, but not too grand. You All right, Steve. Listen. Hold on for part two, okay? We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today, subject romantic comedies are ruining me. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Romantic comedies are ruining me. Mm. Yeah, this lady, 29 years old, got a dude, 32. She said he only had one other girlfriend, so he's not romantic. And, you know, uh, she's been watching a lot of romantic comedies, so she got a particular way she likes stuff. Now, Shirley has pointed out very uh, pointedly that you in real life, this ain't a movie. Now, I'm one of the greatest players of all time, like I said earlier. But even I can't keep it up all the damn time. You know, every now and then I hit it over the wall, but, you know, sometimes I miss and you know why? Because I got to go to work. I got time to be sitting up here throwing these rose petals all in the floor every damn night. I got to go to work. I can't run your bath water, damn it. I'm asleep. <laughs> in here, it's tired in hell. I can't towel patch you dry every time you take a bath. <laughs> now, I can towel patch you dry every now and then, but every time you take a damn bath, well, who is I now? Who was I'm Albert, the damn butler? <laughs> I'm damn husband. I can't be in here. And then here you go. And then you confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you're talking about when it comes to romance, he wooing me, he falls short. Well, how did he get you? How, how, how did he get you? He must be doing something. We all know what that is, though, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, he may not throw no rose petals in the flow, but he sure know how to throw you in the damn flow, though. See, something <laughs> working out over there. What 
more time, Steve. Yeah. So now, Say that again. He might not know how to throw rose petals in the flow, but he sure know how to throw you in the flow. So now you done fell in love with it. Now all of a sudden you want some damn rose petals. You wasn't right. asking for them rose petals when you getting all them carpet burns on your butt. <laughs> Scooting you across the floor at high speed. High speed? Now, I love it. I'm very particular on how I like things, so I think he's developed a mindset that it's better to do nothing all than to do something that what I would not like. Well, that's because I said he's shell-shocked, because every time he do something, you don't like it. And then here you go with your crazy self. I want, I would love for him to do something elaborate for our first anniversary, which is coming up soon, but nothing too grand. What? Make up your mind. Do you want it elaborate or you want it too grand? What, what you want? You're confusing the man. I like candlelight dinners, but he like rose petals and plastic flowers all on the floor. Okay. Did you tell him you don't like rose petals on the floor? Flowers. Now, I will admit it's hard to walk on plastic flowers. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that is that hard to do. Crazy. I kind of yeah. agree with you right there. Mm-hmm. I like hotels with a jacuzzi in the room. See, well, where did you start liking all this at? See, you done bought a lot of experience to the game where every hotel room you, you got got a jacuzzi in it. Where that's at? Mm, right. Where you find all these damn hotels with jacuzzi in it? And then better yet, he liked the ones with heart-shaped beds. I ain't been in a hotel nowhere with a damn heart-shaped bed. Where you finding these rooms at? He likes motels. I done been in hotels all over the world, and I have yet to walk in a room that has a heart-shaped bed in it. You know how hard it is to stay on a heart-shaped bed? (laughs) Scoot down, scoot over. You're in the crack. Fall off. I hold up. My ass is hanging off. My foot is too low. Move your head up. My head against the headboard. You're in the middle of the heart. You're in the crack. You're finna fall down. Pull me up. Pull me up. That's too much. <laughs> but thank you. Though. I like fine but chocolates, but he likes those gigantic heart-shaped boxes of chocolates. Okay. You said you like chocolates. The giant heart-shaped boxes, ain't it chocolates in there? Mm-hmm. Then you say, I like long romantic drives, but he got a white stretch limo. Maybe he was tired. He was at work. He couldn't drive you nowhere, so he got a limo. Don't nobody really get white limos no more, though, that is. <laughs> you gonna throw that in? Yeah, that <laughs> along with limos, the plastic the flowers. <laughs> with, you know, you know what you drink glasses in it and stuff that ain't yours. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. <laughs> For me, there's a fine point. line between romantic and cheesy. I want a romantic experience tailored to me and my personality, not a generic waste of money. He don't know that. Yeah, you gotta tell him. But at least you got a man that's steady trying to do something for you. But all you doing, like Shirley said, is your ass is complaining. So now he don't know what to do. Damn, but you won't tell him, but he got to guess. He can't read your mind. Shirley said that. The man can't read your mind. Anyway, I like things. Uh, I bring up these things in casual conversation. Men don't do casual conversation. You have to tell your man what you like. Elba. But I think he's worried about displeasing me, so he's not going to put forth any effort at all anymore because every time he do something, he get it wrong. Mm-hmm. So if you keep getting it wrong, you're going to stop doing it. This is a lot of – I suggest moonlighting. I, excuse me. I, 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 I suggest mood lighting. The candles, the food, and the music. I know what I like, and I've been making sure I'm comfortable for our romantic moments. I thought by now he'd be able to take the hint, but I don't think he gets it. So how do I get him to romance me like in the movies? 
Little girl, listen to me. What? What movies? Stuff that's happening in the movies happens in the movies. In real life, you can't get that all the damn time. It's unrealistic mm-hmm. to expect it, and you're going to be disappointed. That's right. And all right, so Steve. The people in the movie ain't getting that everything. <laughs> Thank you. Post your comments <laughs> on today's Strawberry Letter that. at Steve Harvey FM <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it is Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? Oh, it's set now. Unc, I, I know. Did you oh, it's sports. My bad. Come on, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> on. Did you get to watch the game, huh? No. Couldn't watch it. Oh, well, let us fill you in. Go yeah. ahead, Junior. Tell it. It's, it's all set, man. I can't believe it. But the Chiefs. And the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC Conference Championship game along with Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers and the Browns. And how did the Chiefs get there? How did they get there? They beat the Browns. That's what happened, Tommy. (laughs) They beat uh, the Browns. Oh, man. So the Texans and the Browns are all at home and together. And we're going to watch these games Sunday. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) See, what you got to say about that, about these Browns? Well, well, we was in it. We gave them hell. <laughs> Okie doke so ass call they made. Yeah. Hit him with uh, his helmet. They didn't make that call. You saw the game. Wait, game you, right saw there. The game? you saw the game? Oh, so you I saw highlights on my computer. <laughs> yeah, I saw highlights on the computer. Oh, man. I cried then, too. I cried at the highlights. <laughs> you crying? <laughs> you cried at the highlights. <laughs> cried at the highlights, man. Five <laughs> points. Boy, we were so oh, damn baby. close, man. Oh, man. Yeah, but, you know, the, the difference between the Browns and the Texans is the mm. Browns will be back with their team. Y'all will be mm. back without Deshaun Watson. Oh, That's no, what it looked like. I got it. And Andre That's Hopkins. What it <laughs> I don't know what. And if y'all hand. keep if y'all keep talking, JJ Watt gonna walk out on y'all. <laughs> in, a minute, right. in a minute, in a minute. Y'all gonna mess man. around. Y'all ass gonna be the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all have any predictions, Tommy, Uncle Steve? Y'all have any idea who gonna be in the Super Bowl? It's two good games this week now. Mm. Now, Uncle, let me say this. Wait a minute. If Tampa wins, this I think this will be the first time somebody plays the Super Bowl in their city. I don't oh, think yeah. it's happening. Oh before. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. It will wow. be. Though. I don't know. Well, I'm. Super Bowl's in Tampa. I'm, huh? I'm gonna Tampa. be pulling for uh. uh Tom Brady, he he get the Super Bowl. That'd be outstanding for him. But I like Aaron Rodgers personally. Yeah. Because I've met him, and uh, Kansas City man. But dog, Mahomes might be out though. I know. Uh, yeah. He had, he yeah. Got a concussion. Concussion, man. Our yeah. engineer from Missouri. He but came they, and everybody else. Though. Get them yeah, they're going to rush his ass back, though. They're going to swear him down. He ain't got no concussion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending health news, Less than 0.5% of Americans have taken the vaccine. Steve, here's a question we saw on Facebook. It says, my wife is a teacher and all 
uh, and is all set to get the COVID vaccine. And some of her co-workers have already received their first dose, but some won't even sign up for it. It's causing some tension between her and some of her co-workers. So the question is, should you be upset with someone who can get the vaccine but is choosing not to, and you want it but you don't qualify yet? Mm, interesting. Well, I mean, those are the rules are the rules. There ain't nothing you can do about it. But don't get into this back and forth. I, for me, I've decided to let everybody decide for themselves. Right. What they're right. If do you want the vaccine, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it for whatever reason you can come up with, you got a theory you're working on, then don't do it. What? I'm, I'm taking the damn vaccine. Yeah, you were one of the first vaccine. people. <laughs> One of the what first the people ever said that they were taking it. Yeah. Steve, you mm-hmm. were. You yeah. said as soon as it comes. Drinking out. it. Putting it on <laughs> a salve. Yeah. I'm using it as an underarm roll on. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting it on as preparation H. I'm okay. going to have it in the tube. At really? Preparation really? H. I'm going to have it go on. There. I'm gonna put it in the tube. I'm gonna use it as toothpaste and preparation <laughs> H. I'm Tommy said by Z. Both ends. <laughs> Drop it in my eyes, Carl. <laughs> I got sickle cell. I'm taking the Moderna and the Pfizer. You can't, both mix them, you can't mix them, Junior. Mix it. No. Yeah, yeah, you can. If you got sickle cell, I need it. <laughs> yeah. But Junior, shouldn't you them. be able to get What you say, now? Junior, can't be worse yeah. than what I got? Yeah, can't be worse than this. <laughs> uh, I, I think so. I'm on a high risk level. When they start giving it to the uh, people with high risk, I could get it. Yeah. You could get it. Uh, oh, but I think right, yeah. Biden's Biden's mission is to have uh, one, 100 million people in 100 days or something like that. 100, 100 million, million in 100 days. 100 days, yeah. In his first 100 yeah. days, yeah. Let's go. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Come on. I mean, that's mm-hmm. better than Trump because Trump don't give a damn who get the vaccine. Yeah, and no. he never had a plan. He's so busy uh, trying to get out and take them hillbillies with you. Yeah. Sick of their mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. We're going to start taking, kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. You going to jail. For real. Maybe. You're going to have a whole nother saying in jail. If I was you, I wouldn't say ass too loud. <laughs> <laughs> They're asking to be pardoned. Did you see that? The, mm-hmm. the uh, people of that course. stormed the Capitol, the Capitol mm-hmm. uh, domestic terrorists. And let me tell you why Donald Trump not going to pardon them. Because oh. if Donald Trump pardons them, yeah. they going to really go after his ass. Why is and that? I mean, why is that contradict. such a big... Oh, okay. Well, it would contradict what he said when he says we will not tolerate violence and those that storm the Capitol will be uh, prosecuted at the full extent of the law. law. Mm -hmm. That's Donald Trump saying that. So now if he comes back, because, you know, look, the impeachment process can happen 100 days or how many other days it is after he leaves office. Right. So what they're going to do, and if that doesn't work, to my understanding, all they need is a majority vote to pass a thing that he did something and it would prevent him from running for political office again. Yeah, that's what mm. we need. That We don't need him yeah. back in office anywhere. I don't think he's going to run. But they say tomorrow he's going to pardon, today he's going to pardon 100 people. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did, well, well, a hundred people worked for him and went to jail, didn't it? That's so he's trying to just get all oh, that. Oh, they're already hard. Yeah. yeah, he them them, yeah, all, he them hundred them gonna be for them. Yeah. He not gonna pardon not now one stone. of them hillbillies though. <laughs> No, not one of them. But he, he's also... No, now one of them hillbillies with that Confederate flag, he not going to pardon none of them, y'all. He going to let them rot in jail and hell. Yeah, and they going to pay for that. But even if he were to pardon them, they have other charges too. You, if they, he, he can't do it. If he pardons them, oh God, his legacy as president is done anyway. Uh. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending inauguration news from our home station in Washington, D.C., that is WHURFM, Howard University's Showtime Marching Band, that's right, will escort Vice President-elect Kamala Harris to the presidential inauguration. Wow. Yes, yes. That. That's big. I love that. They're going to have the drum line, the flashy flag squad, and of course, the ooh-la-la dancers. Yes. H-U. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So much thing. pride with HBCUs mm-hmm. right now. So mm-hmm. much pride. That's what's yeah. happening. I love it. Go on, VP elect. Well, she VP now. I'll let it mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, it's a yeah, tomorrow she's vice yeah. president yeah, Harris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got security out there, baby. They rocking. They 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 hey, ready man. for it. They're not playing. Yeah. yeah, I just wish they wouldn't tell no. everything, all their strategy. You know what, Shirley? Doing, thank huh? you. Thank yeah, you. They tell everything. They give up too much. Yeah, they really do. I mean, the are gonna block this street listening. and that street and that yeah. street. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. Shut we don't need to know mouth, all of that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I hope anybody tries anything, Mm -hmm. they get their ass put in that paddy wagon, they get these charges, and they're going to be gone. I know. They're going to be gone. Mm -hmm. They have got to make an example. I don't see how they won't make an example out of this. I know. I just don't want it to overshadow Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's day. That's what I don't want. All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, tomorrow is the inauguration for President-elect Joe yes. Biden and Vice yes, President-elect Kamala Harris. Thank you, Lord. Uh, as we all know, the cleaning crew has been working hard at the White House. We also hear that the Trumps didn't share bedrooms. What, what's going on over there? What are, what are they Take doing? all that out the back. All that. That's it. Take all that out the back. Excuse me. All right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's going on? Uh-huh. Hi, uh, hi, I'm with CNN. We're here to cover the uh, the uh, process of the... Uh, out the back! I said out the back! I'm co- go ahead, I'm sir, sorry. What'd you say? Sir, we're here to cover the transition period between the White House and... Uh, uh, what What is your job title, sir? Oh, uh, 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 we, we cleaning up the White House, get it all uh, prepared for uh, President Biden getting here. That's what we're doing. So we're trying to get... Take all that out the back! Put it in the back! Yeah, sir, again... Yeah. Go, sir, the go question ahead. is, sir, the question was, what is your job title? We're cleaning up the White House, top to bottom. We got to get all this completely clean until uh, before Biden get in here on Wednesday. So we try. To, I said sir, out the back. Yeah. Sir, sir, I, I understand all that. Uh, I'm trying to find your exact job title, sir. 
We're cleaning up. We we clean we clean up. We come in. We clean up everything. Jesus. Are you kidding? From the top. It's the title I'm looking make, for, sir. I, it's the hold title. On, hold, Job hold, hold description title. Are you the supervisor? Are you? I'm the supervisor. Are, are, are I'm the head person. I'm the yeah. I'm the head person. Oh, talk. Okay. I make sure everybody. What? Now all the McDonald's stuff. Take that out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe me, hold me one of them Happy Meals, though. Hold me one of them before you take it out there. Yeah. But I sir, got to go in sir, the trash. Uh-huh. Sir, sir, I hear you saying a lot of things. What are some of the uh, situations that you're running up into on your we cleaning We got a big problem. That bathroom is a mess. That bathroom <laughs> is a mess. Uh-huh. We got to get in there. We got the Clorox it. We got to take the, take the whole toilet out that bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Unbolt it from the flow and take that out of there. Yes. I don't I think he must have sat here all night, every night. I don't know what he was sir, doing here. Sir, second question. Is it true that the Trumps were not sharing bedrooms? Have you found that to be the no, case? No, they was not. They was not. The, she lived way on the other side. And he lived on on uh on this side, me and you standing on, but she on the other side. I don't I don't think they ever saw each other from where it looked like, but we, yeah. <laughs> It don't, it don't, what? Huh? Take that bath skin rug to the cleaner. Yes, it's got to go to the cleaner. Go go ahead now. What what else, what else is, what are you looking for? Has, have you heard anything from the Bidens? Are they looking to keep anything at all? No, right now they want us to come in here and Clorox everything. Spray it from top to bottom. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. Wow. I'm so excited. Tomorrow is the inauguration. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think this day would ever come. And it, it is the end of his reign as president. Reign of terror. I'm not afraid of what, and and these are my closing remarks too. I'm I'm not afraid of his followers. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of Trumpism. I'm none. That that shakes me up none at all. You you didn't you didn't affect my life when you was president. You damn sure not gonna have an effect on it when you gone. And I'm not allowing anybody to wave a Trump flag and affect my life. Tomorrow is a new beginning, a new chance. And you know who I'm talking to? I'm talking to the Steve Harvey Morning Show listeners. Tomorrow is a new chance for us. We're starting a new era in the American process. We have proven that we have the power to change elections that we have the power to remove and approve of whoever we want in certain positions. By the power of the vote, our power as voters has never been more evident than this year right here. The presidential election and the Senate runoff in Georgia. Those two things showed us in Detroit, in Milwaukee, in Philly, in Atlanta, all over Georgia, Brunswick, Columbia, South Savannah, all of that, man. It showed that what the brothers and sisters was doing out there in Houston. 
in Dallas, Texas, how they showed up at the polls. Damn, they turned that state blue. I mean, man, we found out something this year. In the midst of a pandemic, a global pandemic, we found a way to come out of this something that we could all be proud of, that we are now have to be dealt with as a voting block. They have to dig up, they have to deal with that, y'all. I want you to understand that. And so as the inauguration approaches, I also want to say this to my listeners. Do not involve yourself in any type of counter-protest. Do not involve yourself in any type of counter-protest. For those people who still want to raise Trump flags, let them raise them. You ain't got to go down there and counter it with nothing. Don't do that. Stay home, stay safe, and stay watchful. Let them protest if that's what they're going to do. You do not have to counter-protest that. Don't get caught up in the confusion. Let them work that out. This is the Constitution that they forefathers wrote. Let them work through it. Let, let them have to live up to the creed that they've been talking about all this time, how great of a document it is. And it's a wonderful document. It's a wonderful document. It just ain't been that wonderful for us. And so let them deal with that. That ain't our war. We are now a voting block, and we have proven it. And we have things to do. And from now on, we are involved in all elections. All of them, y'all. Senate, Congress, judges, sheriffs. We getting involved in all of it. Those days of disregarding us are over. And we proved it. Now, the Republican Party, they got some adjustments they got to make. Because they all got to know that what Donald Trump did to the Republican Party, it left it in shambles. They are splintered. Hard to call yourself the moral party when your leader's name is Donald Trump. It really is. So, y'all, we got a lot to look forward to in 2021. Keep your head up. Stay prayerful. Know that God loves you. And make a plan for 2021. You ain't got to keep talking about what Trump doing and all this here. We got things. 2021, he ain't here. We got things to do with our life. It's time for us to get it on and move on. What's your dreams and visions for 2021? What do you hope for for your family, for your relationship, for your career, for your money, for your hopes, your dreams, your passions, your education, your involvement, your business? What do you want for yourself? Stop tripping, man. We got a life to live. If God allowed you to live to survive 2020, it simply means that he ain't through with you yet. And he has something else for you. So if you are here in 2021 and you got through 2020, it's because he got something for you. I choose to live my life in expectation to see exactly what that is. And I'm depending and hoping and praying and living my life with the fact that I know God is everything. And through all things, you can have anything through Christ that strengthens you. He is your power. He's your source of inspiration and hope. You can get it, man. You ain't got to worry about it. Donald Trump is gone. <laughs> He's Trumpy. moving on. Tommy sang your song. <laughs> I believe Donald's gone. 
I won't be much too long That Donald's gonna be gone Moving on I believe that Trump is gone Let the church say amen 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 again Amen Hey, don't try to come back in the White House like I forgot my car keys. Now get your ass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please come back in here. That's called trespassing. Please come back up here. Y'all have a great day, man. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 